Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It is 6.50. I'm Howard Feldman. A very, very good morning to you. We've been following this story. Very, very strange one. Indeed, Komaki submarine deaths. Inquiry must probe serious failure that left seven swept out to sea. And uh, whereas it initially we seemed to think that it was part of this this massive wave, now it's, uh, there seem to be reports that it was a training exercise. Well, we wanted to get this information. Helmut uh, Heitman is a military and defense analyst. A very good morning. Thank you for joining us again. How are you? Morning. Pleasure. So far, so good. Thanks. So uh, tell us about, uh, t- t- just give us some context here. What actually happened? Okay, I'm, I'm out of the country at the moment, but what I've picked up so far is that they were conducting a training exercise, a process called vertical replenishment. That's if you need to get critical supplies or spare parts to a ship and it can't come alongside for whatever reason, you take it across by a helicopter. If it's a ship like a submarine that has no, no flat, low flight deck, then you lower it on a, with a sling, you carry it across, you, you hover above the ship, you get down low enough that the people on the ship can grab hold of the cargo unhook it from the sling and take it below to stow it. That's what they were practicing. Right. Um, I've heard people, a couple of people say, oh, we shouldn't do that in bad weather. Well, the fact is, in a war, if there's a crisis situation, you know, you <laughs> yeah. would say, seriously, you'll see them aboard. Right. You can't wait for the weather to get better. Right. So they have to train in bad weather as well. That's, there's no way around that. In this case, they seem to have been caught by a, a one or two uh, freak, freak waves in, in, the, in the way, much larger than the average wave at that time. And that, unfortunately, is something that can happen. Now, the military profession is a dangerous one, as you see going generally. Yeah. But sometimes things do go wrong. And from what I've read, they seem to have done everything by the book, life jackets, harnesses, a lot. So it was really stupendously bad luck for them. Oh, that's terrible. How many, how, how many submarines do we have in South Africa? Three. Uh, we previously operated three of the French Daphne class. Now, we, under the arms deal, we bought three Type 209s. Right. And, uh, and, and what's the fate of this one? I mean, the, there was obviously this accident, but is the, is the, do we know about the, the damage to the submarine? I mean, do we have two now? I don't know. I don't think there would be any damage to the boat, no. In there, they're tough things. The guys were swept off the casing, but I don't see any damage likely right. to the ship itself. Ah, okay. And, and the, the need for submarines in, for South Africa, is this, is this something that, that is important that we have? Look, there are a couple of factors there. And the first thing to bear in mind is um, the, guy, the first guys we had with uh, the old submarines, they all told me that between getting the submarines and the really knowing how to use them took them 10 years. Hmm. So, you know, building a defense capability takes time. Now, what a submarine does in peacetime, it gives you, A, obviously training, so you're there for threat arises. But the other thing, it gives you the ability to do strategic surveillance to see what's going on around you without hurting anybody's feelings. And, I mean, we've deployed a submarine in the Mozambique Channel mm. where they, they go and look at night with uh, thermal images with a periscope to see where the fires on shore where they shouldn't be so the frigate crew could check the next morning. The Dutch, for instance, used submarines in the Caribbean to track the movement of drug carrying boats so that later surface ships can intercept them. So they have their uses in peacetime as well. But in wartime, they're a good intelligence source. They could deploy special forces. And they, they are a credible threat to even a big navy. Even big navies become very paranoid about submarines. Oh, that's interesting. And, uh, and of course, the, what made this worse was that one of the people that died was uh, the first South African woman to navigate a submarine. 
Yeah, that's well, I mean, it's all sad. That's I suppose particularly sad. But as I said, you know, if you the military is a dangerous profession, parts a bit more dangerous than others, and that's one of those risks you take you take mm. when you join mm. the military. As, as you do responsibilities. You know, the captain, for instance, now is going to be responsible and accountable. I don't think the captain did anything wrong. I've obviously not seen the require inquiry yet. But, you A, you sometimes have to risk your neck. And much more scary is in the military, as you move up through the ranks, you have to risk other people's lives. And that's a, that's a really scary part. Absolutely, because you really are responsible for other people. So, from what you're saying, it doesn't seem as though the inquiry will yield anything uh, nefarious or, neg- or really grossly negligent. It does seem to be that it was just uh, a certain circumstances that... Um, yeah, that, that, I mean, that led from what little I've seen where I am now, I don't see any likelihood of a finding of negligence. Somebody may say it was a bad judgment call, but, you know, in the military, again, if you're in a command post in the military, you are forever having to make judgment calls because warfare and military operations in training peacetime... It's always very variable. It's unpredictable. You have to take judgment calls based on your experience, on your training, on your education. Now and then you get it wrong. But even if you get it absolutely perfectly right, something can go wrong. And, I mean, at sea it's even worse than on land because the sea is inherently unpredictable. Absolutely right, and that's where we leave it, Helmut Hartmann, who's a military and defense analyst, talking to us about the Komiki submarine incident.